When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered chumpacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Moose, I, I, I'm very excited to talk to you, but I think before you say anything, uh, the, the biggest question I think on ev- everyone's mind is... Where's Moose? <laughs> Yo, I can't. That's a good one. That's actually really good. I heard about the Where's Moose. I heard about it. Um, I was downstairs making food, man. Right now, right now. <laughs> Right now I'm in Toronto, um, back at home, you know, with family. So that's nice. Uh, but in that moment right there, I was in the kitchen making food, making waiting food. for the absolute onslaught coming from Steph. Wow. That's uh that's really wild. That's wild. It's really wild. That's, that's wild. That's wild. <laughs> Yo, she got you all the sound bites, huh? Right. <laughs> uh, Moose, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Honestly, uh, I've been go, go, go uh, the past little bit. Um, you know, I was in Montreal a few days ago, going to a concert. Uh, I saw some other friends, uh, saw some other friends in, you know, a little, a little town called London here in near Toronto. I've been going, going, going. So right now this week, I'm kind of relaxing, getting back into just breathing, you know, not being so adamant on going out and seeing the world. So it's been a little bit stressful getting back into real life, but I feel better now. And I think this week's going to be uh, nice to kind of just decompress and relax a little bit. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. It's definitely, it's, it's usually a challenge. I think, you know, you spend, uh, you know, it's really more than 70 days, right. Cause you've got, you know, pre pre stuff as well. So it's mm-hmm. like a long time, long time separate from the world. And then, 
mm. to have to like go right back in. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a lot, but um, I've been feeling better. Like initially I thought I was all good and hunky dory, but I realize that I'm not, and I just need to kind of, you know, take a step back from every, from everything, but life has been great, man. Honestly, I can't complain. Like it's, it's been such a whirlwind seeing friends and family and all that stuff. Awesome. Uh, all right. Uh, so infamously, uh, your preparation for, uh, coming on to big brother was that you rewatched season six. Yes. The one season you had already watched. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I, so my thing, yeah, I don't know. The thing is with that is because I was like, okay, if I'm going to rewatch a season, I might as well know the one season I watched really well. So that way I don't seem like a faker as, (laughs) as dumb as I know that is now because people thought I was a faker anyway, I was going to watch other seasons and like really, really like grind into being like in game mode and, and study tape as I see Mm -hmm. it. But the things with me is that because I hadn't been a super fan before I didn't want to start psychoanalyzing everybody else's seasons and then reflecting it to what I should be doing. I was going into somebody that I, I saw as a newbie compared to other people who have watched the show. So I said, I might as well stay that way. Let me learn as I go instead of being like, well, this happened in, if, if I were to have watched other seasons, it would have been maybe one more, maybe two, if I was lucky based mm-hmm. on my time. So I'm telling myself, am I going to watch one other season and then use, use the information in those two seasons as my, you know, um, base level of information to try to be smart in the game. I thought, no, I thought my, let me just rewatch the one season I watched. I'll go into the game. I'll learn as it goes. I'm not too, you know, I'm not too stressed about learning other people's seasons because our season's going to be different and we're going to have different people and it's not going to be reflective in the same way the other one was. So that's the way I kind of saw it. I only did watch that one season. I wish I did watch one more honestly, but um, I think it kind of helped a little bit. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, so the, the funny thing is that you come in having watched the one season and I don't think a single person in the house ever believed that you had only watched one season. Never, never. Nobody (laughs) believed me at any point, at any point. I mean, I like it was it was like a weekly basis that people were like, OK, Moose, now we've developed some trust. You can tell me you've seen more than season six. <laughs> every, yeah, man, it was every week in the backyard, in the kitchen. And funnily enough, even when I was even when I was sitting on the block and I was heading home or heading to jury, yeah. JC Lynn sits beside me and goes, OK, Moose, look, look, you're pretty much going home. You can tell me now. Have you? And I was like, no, I haven't watched more than one season. I'm telling you guys. And I get it. It just seems weird to have only watched one season and be in there. But you're right. Honestly, Tara, every single week, somebody would just be like, okay, you can tell me now. Or like, Moose, you, you can tell. I'm like, yo, this is even if, so if I had gone the other way, I would have been even more in trouble because they'd be like, okay, so you're a super fan. So you obviously know what happened week four, season seven. I'm like, no, I don't. So that was my thing. I felt like I could have hopped on the lie and been like, yeah, I am a big fan. But then when people start asking me things and then I'm not a big fan, I would have been, it's, it was a double-edged sword. I was getting in trouble no matter what I said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was uh, it was a tough spot for sure. Um, so, uh, so you come into the game, um, you've seen season six and I think the, the funny thing about you seeing season six is that like from the, the fan perspective, one of the seasons that like the edit sort of represented what was actually happening the least. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, uh, like, you know, there are a lot of things happening that, uh, that didn't really make, uh, make the episodes. And so, uh, you know, so you call, you come onto the show. 
you've um you've got uh you've got season six in your in your back pocket um mm-hmm. what is what is your initial reaction you know day one you're meeting everyone what, what's your impressions um like i was just i think as all people are on day one i was honestly just you know pretty not blown away but just enveloped into this social setting I, i'm the type of person that loves networking going to events like that meeting new people so I was very comfortable in that environment, but still very, you know, um, shocked at all these people that were here and, and were here to play this game. And I wasn't even thinking about the game, obviously, at that point. Then you you have your first game conversation, and that's when you kind of like, okay, like this is this is real. Um, you know, we had our HOH comp that night, and which also made it kind of real. But uh, otherwise, like my first impressions of going in was like this is going to be fun. Honestly, that's the way I saw it. I'm like, these are really cool people. This is going to be a fun game. You know, I'm, um, I love, I love playing games as I'm sure most people do that come into the show, you know, board games, Catan, things like that. Like, you know, Uno card games. I'm, that's the type of person I am. So I was like, this is going to be a fun game and we have fun players. So let's get after it. My first impressions were kind of decent. And I think I was able to be a little comfortable after securing that safety. So it allowed me to really go into the first week's stress-free ish, not entirely stress-free, but stress-free ish to be like, let me get my bearings. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you also see Kyle, right. Who, mm-hmm. uh, you, did you recognize, you recognized him immediately, right? Immediately yeah. at the top of the stairs. I recognized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, what were your thoughts seeing Kyle? I was like, damn, honestly, that's what I first said in my house. I was like, damn. And funnily enough, I don't know what it was. And people, again, people might not believe me, but in my head, before we walked in the house, I don't know what it was. I had a feeling I was going to know someone and I didn't know why I, the whole time I kept replaying it in my head. I'm like, there's no way I'm actually going to know someone, but I was like, I have a feeling that I'm going to go in there and I'm just going to know somebody like, I'm just going to know somebody. And sure enough, I did. Um, so I was pretty like, I was like, okay, I wasn't even thinking about our game relationship. I wasn't thinking about any of that stuff right away. It was, I just like wanted to quell our, you know, previous history. So I pulled him into the pantry and I was like, Kyle, do not tell anybody we know each other right now. Like we're, we're, we're deading this right now because I don't know what kind of game player he is. I don't know what his whole vibe was. So I was like, let's just get our story straight off the bat so we can just move forward. And we did that for the first two weeks or whatever it was. But seeing Kyle, I was like, oh my gosh, this is someone I know. Like this, this is okay for me. Like there's comfortability here. Let's get our story straight and then let's move together. I wasn't like, let's make a final two. I wasn't like, let's work together. for the whole It was none of that. What? which, you know, maybe it should have been, but I was just kind of like, all right, this is going to be a little easier now because I know someone and I'm be able to talk to them. That's the way I kind of saw it initially when I was, uh, saw Kyle, you know? Yeah. Well, so what, so what was the history? Like how, how well did you know him? Like, uh, what, what kind of yeah. history was it? Honestly, honestly, we, we, we didn't know each other that, that well. Like I used to see him at parties every once in a while. We had been like, we work a couple of productions in our program, um, you know, productions like sports productions. We would do like live games. I would, I would host the halftime show. Sometimes he would be working in the studio. Sometimes he'd be doing camera. He'd done on air stuff as well. Um, you know, so we knew each other, like we knew each other by name. We knew each other by face. We could say, we'd say hi to each other, like in between classes or whatever in the hallway, you know, kind of wave. Um, never, never really spent time together one-on-one, never really hung out in big, like in groups. Groups. It was it was merely just 
if we, if we went to the same, you know, social events of all the people that were in our program, that's when we would see each other, but we didn't have like a deep like connection of knowing each other for like a long period of time or anything like that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Cause so, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get, we'll get there. We'll get to Kyle's HOH, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think one of the things that we were trying to parse through when it came to him and, and you is that uh, it seemed like he, like he didn't trust you. Like there was like, I don't know if if there's something had happened or if there was any kind of like reason that he might not have trusted you prior to the game. Yeah. Uh, is is that just like you, you have no idea or you think it was all in the game? No, I think it was all in the game, man. Honestly, like our real world relationship was 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 normal, like as as any acquaintances would be. Nothing ever happened. I think that, and again, I think we'll get into it. That what 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 happened then, but. I honestly just think that, um, you know, that week just kind of opened his eyes to, you know, do something big and, and doing it with somebody that, you know, would be very, very, um, again, like it would be a big move to do something like that, right. For yourself, for the game, for your legacy, all those sort of things. So I think that's what it was, but prior to that, like, nah, man, like I was all good with that guy. I was like, we had, we had a, we had a secret alliance in me. So I, again, I've watched a few episodes, so I'm seeing that Herman was also in that group, but initially me, Gino, him and Marty had a secret four and they were a little skeptical of me because I was riding the middle quote unquote, because I had been, every time we'd be in the room together, I would be out of there. I'm like, okay, we're having this, things are good. We have this conversation. Boom. I'm gone because everybody was associating him, Gino and, and uh, Marty. Kyle, Gino and Marty, they're like, they're together. They're, they're working together. So I was like, I, you guys are my main priority. Like, don't get me wrong. You were my number ones. But if I get lumped into this for this whole secret is gone, mm-hmm. you know, like there's no, there's gonna be no secrecy here. So I think it was that as well. Um, combined with what had happened this week that he was like, why is Moose so consistently running away from us and being seen with us in public? And I was like, because this is a secret. I want it to be a secret. I don't want anybody to know that we're working together. <laughs> yes. So, so yeah, here in week one, um, you see a Kyle, uh, Herman is going to win the HOH pretty yes. quickly. Um, yes. what is the order in which like, cause obviously the, the, the Alliance with Marty forms, mm-hmm. the Savage seven is going to form. Uh, right. it seems, especially in the episodes that you're working very closely with Herman on his HOH, we didn't yeah. have feeds for the first week. So, uh, hey. you know, we're, we're, we're kind of uh, beholden to the episodes, but, uh, what was your perspective on it? Okay, so funnily enough, and Herman knows this, I didn't want Herman to win his thing. Yeah. Um, Because I was like, because I had kind of been relationships with like not all the other people that were playing in that, but I like Tanisha, I like Gino because we had that little four. I I liked Summer and JC Lynn. I was like, we can have a conversation if she wins HOH. But Herman was the one guy that I was like, oh man, like, I don't know how I feel about this dude, you know, like we'll see how he feels. So he, he won his door thing and I'm like, all right, looks like, looks like he's a friend now. And then I won my, my buzzer and then Kyle or um, Josh won the little, little beanbag competition. And we were on stage together and we were talking and it was just like, we, we kind of got a good vibe, Josh, him, Herman and I, and we were like, I, I like us three, like, let's just keep this conversation going. I had a conversation with Herman in the HOH room that kind of opened up my eyes to the game where he was like, listen, man, you're a big social player. I can tell right now, but you need to, you need to peel back a little bit, like stop giving everyone information, start taking some information from people. You know, you're, you're, you're going to be a big social presence and you're going to be a big social threat. That's fine. But I just want to help you out. 
So once Herman had that conversation with me, I'm like, okay, this guy is a real one. He's really cool. I want to work with him. So I was work, I was put, I was working with him. I think Josh and I were just very comfortable because we had safety that week. So going into that HOH room, not that there were no consequences, but there was no consequences of what we would say, put up this person, put up that person. I was trying to actually give Herman advice based on what I saw. It wasn't, it didn't even have to do with my game about trying to make something happen for me. It was just, we were working together because he liked us. We all liked each other. And we all had safety. So it was easy for us to have conversation all the time. We were working closely, but it was just because we had that safety. There was no like, yo, we really like each other or like, yo, let's really have this big sort of whatever thing that we should work together in the long term of the game. Um, but we weren't, Herman and I were not that close in week one as it might've been made to seem. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You also, uh, in your portion of the HOH competition, you chose to eliminate Kevin, right? Like that was part of it. Uh, when I talked to Kevin, um, he mentioned that he felt like he had a decent relationship with you and that he, yes. I think you explained to him afterward that you picked him because you felt like he would be the least mad at you. Yes, exactly. Which is, which is true. I was like, okay, I talked to this guy and we're cool. Um, you know, that's all good. I guess subconsciously part of me was just like, he looks like, he looks like a smart dude, you know, glasses (laughs) and all, but it was, it was genuinely that I'm like, who's going to not want to target me because I eliminated them in this comp. That was the, literally the way I saw it because again, newbie, I didn't know what I was doing. I was asking people if I had a target on my back. I'm like, is Kevin going to target me now for the rest of the game? I was asking people that I didn't know. Right. I was genuinely so, and and obviously it's naive. I was a child back then in week one. I didn't know what I was doing, but I, I was like, trying to have the least blowback that week. So it's like eliminating somebody like from a chance to win in week one, like you didn't even get to answer a question, you know? Mm. So that was, that was the reason why I did that. I was like, I was like, I was like, I look Kevin in the eye. I'm like, he's not going to hate me for doing this type of thing. So I was like, let me, let me, let me get rid of him first. Whereas the other people I kind of didn't know. And again, I, I think Marty had been out at that point, but I would have eliminated Marty because we had our four because I was comfortable mm. with him if he had been there. Yes. So, but there was part of you that, that had an idea that maybe he was saying things like this in the diary room. I'm a bad boy. I'm a <laughs> bad boy. Uh, you know what? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I didn't know that he was, he would say that type of stuff as the weeks progressed, but no, in week one, no bad boy, Kevin. He was just, a, he was just a, a simple man there to have fun. That's what he always said to me. And I believed him for the first little bit, at least I believed him. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so obviously, um, especially in the episodes, it's, it's, uh, you know, shown that, that you are also like suggesting Kevin as a potential renom. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and Kevin sort of his theory on it was that again, like, because you had eliminated him, uh, you felt like might as well, like throw like that trust might've been broken already. And he was just like an easy person to throw up. Is that, Yeah, yeah, no, honestly, not the first part. No, it wasn't because I had like eliminated him earlier. I was just, it was just an easy person. Like Mm -hmm. I wanted Herman to have the least blowback in week one because he, expressed to me how much he didn't want to win an HOH week one. He had this whole chart before the game and he was like, don't win HOH week one. I'm sure as you know. So he was, uh, he was very like beat up about that, even though it's like kind of good to have power. So I was like, I was like, listen, man, based on my conversations I'd been having, I was being, you know, very open and talking to a lot of people. I'm like, this person is going to have the least blowback for you. Like you don't want to get in trouble. I don't want you to get in trouble this week. How can we make this as smooth as possible for you without getting a target on your back next week? So we, 
I suggesting Kevin was just like looking at all the people. I was like, Kevin seems to be the one with the least amount of relationships right now. It's the same thing with Helena. It could have been anybody. Like you, you even seen the episode, which is funny when I was, I was, we were watching it with Gino and Gino's like, you said my name week one where I was telling her, I'm like, even Gino, I'm like, man, anybody put anybody up, up next to Melina right now. If you want Melina gone, I promise you will make that happen. Cause that was his MO with it. He wanted Melina gone. He didn't want uh, her to stay, but I was like, I was like, even Gino, I was like, anybody put up anybody, but these are the people most likely Kevin and Helena seem to be the least connected to people right now. Melina will go home. Don't worry about it. That was kind of my suggestion. It wasn't, it wasn't really uh, had to do with the fact that I had broken our relationship and stuff like that. I still felt really good with Kevin. Okay. Uh, so, um, so, so yeah, like the Savage sevens forming, uh, you also have the thing with Marty at that point. Uh, did you have a priority between the, the two alliances? It's, it seemed like it was with the, the Marty group. Yeah, it was. It was my, my number one priority was Kyle Marty Gino. Like those are my guys. I was like, I'm so you, I want to like, I, again, I never, so I never ever made final fours, final twos, final threes with people. I should have, you know, looking back on it, but I never, never did because I wanted to win power in order to make those relationships. But yeah, at that time it was Marty Kyle, Gino. I'm like, you guys are my number ones. And I repeated it over and over and over again. I'm like, you are my number one priority. You are my number one priority. Like, I don't want us to be seen together because this is supposed to be a secret alliance. I don't want us four to just be seen together all the time. Like, I don't want that. And part of it was a little selfishly because I was like, I was playing, I wasn't like, um, not even playing both sides, but I was working with you know, a majority with that seven, but I didn't like, they weren't really a priority for me. I was just like, I just don't want people to know we're working together because we can run the whole house. I didn't, because if I was seen with them for, then all of my, you know, let's just say Tanisha won an HOH or something. She'd be like, well, you don't really care about me that much. I wanted to be able to have an ear for in other rooms in order to protect the three of them. So they were my number one priority through and through again, Kyle being a part of that was important. I saw Gino as a really, really good person. Marty was, you know, my, Marty was cool to me. I was like, yo, this guy is, this guy's a fun, you know, fun little small town French guy. Like this is like, these guys are really cool to me. So that was kind of my, uh, you know, interest in, in, in being, having them as my priority. And then, you know, after that, it was like Herman, Tanisha summer. Like they were still very, very, you know, important in my, in my eyes, but my number one, my number one at that time was definitely those three guys. Yeah. Uh, any, any of anything else from week one that, uh, didn't make the episodes that you feel like would be important for us to know? No, honestly, uh, the only thing, the only thing that I didn't see, uh, in that episode, which I've only seen until episode eight, but the only thing I didn't see was Marty came into the room and he was, and uh, into the money room. And it was me, Kyle and Gino standing there. Kyle and I were trying to, we were trying to like figure out what bed to sleep in so we could have reconnaissance in both rooms. I was like, okay, I'll go to this room. You go to this room just so we could kind of be like smartening up about it. But Marty walks in and he's like, uh, you know, you four, don't worry. I'm not going to put you up if I win HOH this week. I was like, cool. I was like, you know what? This is perfect. So I was like, let me, let me corral these guys. I'm like, you know what guys? I like you for let's, maybe we should work together. You guys want to do a secret alliance? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, let's just, let's work together. Cool. So that's what, that was a conversation I didn't see on the, on live, or I guess there was no live feeds and stuff, but we had that conversation. I was like, yo, us for secret alliance. You guys are down. They're like, yeah, we're down. I'm like, awesome. And we would like go in rooms, have conversations. And then I jet out of there. Gino and Marty would be talking and they would like move and like leave. But you know, that was the, that was the only thing that I could think of actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. 
It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, so in week two, uh, mm-hmm. Marty wins the HOH. and. Yeah. Uh, and this is when, you know, uh, things get a little, a little weird for, uh, for your game where, uh, Marty starts talking about wanting to replace you with Herman in the four. Um, and, uh, because you're too like wishy-washy or whatever, like, uh, whatever the, whatever the word is. And so, uh, one of like, I guess one of the reasons they, they think this or Marty thinks this in particular is that, um, uh, a couple of things. One is that you've been talking to them about Herman and they don't trust that you're really anti Herman, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. that's, that's a big thing. And that's, uh, that's going to come back into play with the Kyle thing as well. Um, mm. another part of it, and this is something that I think, um, is another part of Kyle's HOH is that, yeah. um, you've talked to Kyle and Gino about Steph and Jace, um, yes. about them potentially like turning on, on them. Uh, mm-hmm. so, uh, where did that specifically come from? Uh, the, the, the Steph and Jay stuff. So the Steph and Jay stuff, um, initially, cause initially I had told Kyle and Gino to go work with them. Mm-hmm. I was like, you guys should make, I was like, I'm not even making alliance. I was like, go corral those girls just so we have a little bit more of a number. Like, cause I saw the Savage seven, right. That was like mm-hmm. seven people. So I was like, we like having two more with us, four plus two, six, that'll be a majority of the house that we can all sway to make sure that the three or the four of us are protected no matter who wins HOH. So that was initially what it was is that I was like, I wanted them to be close with them. Um, and then kind of as time went on, I just like, just talking to like, you know, I talked to Steph. I, I didn't have, game, I had zero game conversation with Jace, essentially zero game conversation with Steph. It was just kind of like, I like you, you like me. That's cool. So this is me being a newbie of big brother. I was like, how, like, we got to start getting rid of people. I was like, we got to start painting target on people's backs. We have to start finding ways to make people not like other people. So I was kind of just throwing their names out as like, because they had been sort of low key, you know, and not really, you know, big personalities. And in my mind, I was like, Hey, we need to get rid of these low key people or people that were, you know, that I at least hadn't had game conversations with, because I'm like, 
are they just going to try to fly under the radar the whole time? So let me bring up their names now because I don't want anybody to fly under the radar where it's just like, oh, nobody's name was ever mentioned. La di da di da. I was like, let's let's we got to say these people's names that nobody's going to think of saying until like week five or week six. Again, this was my naive brain being like, yeah, like let's. So that was where that kind of came from, where it was like I had talked zero game with them. And I, I wanted them to be valuable for the guys. They made it seem to me like they weren't close at all, even though I heard the retreat happened. So that's also what it was is they were like, yes, yeah, Steph and Jace, like, I don't really know. And I was like, okay, we don't really know. Boom. Let's those are targets for us. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. I, and so like that, that worked with them, but it also, I think made them like, oh, okay, but now it's, it's sort of like them versus moose in terms of who's, who's true to us. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And then also the, the Herman thing, which, uh, again, like so, so I think surprised a lot of people when the feed started and you were talking about Herman uh, yeah. because, again, the episodes really made it seem like you were very close. And yeah. but it seems like the people in the house also kind of had that impression. They were kind of thrown off with you talking about Herman as a target. Yeah. It's, it's So, man, this is what it was. And like, I just was so trying to think big brain. That's what it was. I was really trying to be like this big, smart player. And I was like. This, there's no way this guy trusts me this much. Yeah. That's the way I saw it. I was like, I had safety in week one. I'm like, there's no way, because this is what, this is what unfortunately had happened. I, me and Herman were like, let's spend as least amount of time as possible with each other. Let's do that. So for three, four days, we literally never talked. Like we would be in public, we'd be in the groups. We never talked. Like we never were one-on-one. People started disassociating us with each other, but he was like openly hanging out with Tanisha all the time, which, you know, we were Savage Seven. I had already, I had been talking to Summer and Tanisha about a little trio that we called Curly Haired Gang for like one week, but that, you know, dissipated. So I was like, okay, this guy so wants to hang out with T and Summer and multiple people are bringing it up yet. He's not keen to be hang out with me at all. You know, and like I would try to hang out with him and he would just kind of like he would leave. Like, you know, I'd sit down somewhere and he'd leave. You know, like it wasn't that it wasn't even that he'd tell me or be like, yo, Moose, like we shouldn't let's just keep our our keep things secret. I'd be like, okay. Like I'd go in the kitchen, he'd walk out of the kitchen. And I'm like, why is he like avoiding me? It wasn't even that he was like not trying to be seen with he was literally avoiding me, which again was because of what we talked about, right? But I was like, there's no way this guy trusts me this much. Like he is such a good and I saw him as the best player. Like this was in week two, but I was like, this guy is the best player in this game right now. He's like, I can tell he's a competitor. I can tell he's very social. He's funny. Like everything about him is just built to win. So I was like, there has to be, he's, he's, he's trying to get people against me. I was like, he has to be getting Tanisha against me. He has to be working with some, like there has to be something that Herman is doing to try to get rid of me. So in the grand scheme of the game, I was like, at some point, I think Herman is going to try to plant all these seeds about why I'm bad for people's games mm. in order to eliminate me in like week five or something like that. So that's why I was like, that's why that week I was like, boom, it's Herman time. And the same way it was week one with Jess, I was like, Jess is a gamer. Like they are somebody who's like really strong. They should go week two for me. It was the same thing with Herman. I'm like, yo, Herman is a gamer. This guy is serious. Like he's going to probably want to get rid of me. He sees me as a big threat. There's no way he trusts me this much. That was kind of where my mentality was at with saying his name. Yeah. And I, and I get like the way that you saw Kyle, Gino and Marty at this point was like, you, you guys were essentially, uh, you know, about the pretty boys at this point, right? Like, yeah, like you kind of felt like we're the four person secret guy Alliance. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I can trust them with this. And like, I, I need to like give them the game plan about like, you know, who the threats are to this, this core four. 
Yes, of course. That's literally what it was. I was like, these are people that we need to worry about, right? Mm-hmm. Like right now, especially. And the way I saw the game and like, you know, even, even starting into my conversation with Herman in week one, I was like, we have to get rid of big targets and big names. That was the way I saw the game. And Herman was like, yo, 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 you gotta, he's like, we gotta keep bigger targets, man. So that way we are the targets. I was like, that's really smart. Again, this is me not knowing anything. So he told me this in week one. I was like, okay, that makes sense. Like we should keep out round bigger targets. But in week two, I was like, this guy is going to be somebody that slides through the whole game because everyone loves him. I want to bring this up now. Just as, just as, a, as, as confidence. I'm like, I'm telling this to my four or the, my three group of guys as confidence in you, letting you know how I feel right now. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, so that, that kind of leads into Kyle's HOH. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, you know, it's, uh, it, it should have, it should have been a good one, right? Uh, it should have been mm-hmm. very easy. Should have <laughs> been, should have been. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you like for when we were watching, we were like, oh boy. All right. So, you know, s- scratch this week off. It's going to be straightforward, boring. The easy really? move is to take. Yeah. Cause we were like, this guy's in the power. He's, he's got the, the thing with Marty. He's got, mm-hmm. he's in the Savage seven. He's in the retreat. He's got a massive power structure, uh, yeah. you know, that he's a part of. And the only person who's not in his structure that's actively against him is Betty. And nobody's yeah. going to nobody's going to stick up for Betty. It's a very mm-hmm. easy move. It, he, mm-hmm. he makes everyone feel comfortable, puts up Betty, maybe Jess, maybe somebody else sends yeah. Betty home. Everybody yeah. feels like Kyle kept me safe. He was a very stable HOH. It's one right. of those like very it's a if it, it's a classic kind of like. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of like big, boring winners of the show have done a move like that where yes. they like really establish dominance, which is kind of what Herman was trying to do in week one as well. Um, exactly. Right. Like nice, boring move, set up a power structure. Um, but uh, but uh, but then things got a little weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Things went a little awry there, Terry. Yeah. Just a bit. Just a bit. Uh, because so first he's thinking he has been thinking he wants to potentially take out Steph. Um, and part yeah. of that's based on what you've said. Part of it's what like his own suspicions about Steph. Part of yes. it's that like she doesn't really get along with Gino that well. Um, right. And so he's been thinking about that. He decides that's what he wants to do. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, he but he but he's really like he doesn't want to tell her. Like it's like he's it's like it took him. Uh, he waited until the last second because he was like, I really didn't want to do it. He yeah. finally sits down to tell her and she's like, uh, what are you talking about? She says, she says, that's wild. That's wild. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, and so, and she's like, why in the world would you, you're in an alliance with me. Yeah. You idiot. Why would you yeah. do this? Um, and he's like, I moose. Mm-hmm. Moose is why I would do it, and th- that's that's when, of course, we get. Where's Moose? Um, yeah, and uh, and you come in. So, to give me your perspective. Uh, she comes. Where's Moose? What are yes. you thinking? She comes and finds me in the kitchen. So, funnily enough, that whole week we were doing fake fighting improv. Steph and I were both uh, in drama in high school, so we were doing fake fighting improv that whole week. Which I guess you know what the universe makes things happen for weird. Multiple reasons. people told me they thought the fight was fake for a long time. Well, that's the thing, right? Okay, so and and we can get into that because people in the house thought the fight was fake, which I had to quell. <laughs> but people were like, "That's why I was like, Steph, I'm making food." Like I was like, "This is not the time for one of these." And she was like, "No, no, no, come upstairs now." I was like, "Oh, this is for real?" I'm like, "Oh, you, you're serious." And we get into the room. I'm like, "Oh, this is serious, right?" So 
the first thing that goes through my mind is what just happened, right? Like, why is she mad at me? Then I start to get, get the information and I'm like, okay, Kyle threw my name under the bus. That's fine. Not, I didn't get suspicious. That's fine. I'm like, you know what? He needed somebody to come and handle the situation for him. That's fine. We're in an alliance. I'll do, I'll, you know, I'll do a little work for you, bro. That's, that's all good for me. You know what I mean? We're, we're, I trust you. So Summer said it the best. And I tweeted about this. I was like, I was like, I apologize to Summer because Summer was like, are you sure Moose wasn't just trying to save your, like, you know, save your ass by yeah. having this conversation with Steph, which is what I was trying to do. I'm like, you couldn't talk yourself out of the situation. That's fine. I'll talk you out of the situation for you to show you how much I care about you as an Alliance member. Mm-hmm. You know, that was, that was my thinking during this whole conversation. Um, but again, I think that was one of the seldom pieces that made Kyle want to put me up as well, because he saw how good of a liar I was, um, well, you know, and, and yeah, go ahead. It will, yeah. He said, he said this. Oh my gosh. What Moose is doing. This is an award winning performance. <laughs> you know, I heard, I heard about, he said it to me too. He said it to me multiple <laughs> times. It's like this Oscar worthy performance, man. It was award winning performance. And the thing is, even in that conversation, I didn't lie that much. Like mm-hmm. I just like kind of quelled the truth and said things that were said because Steph was just like, Kyle said that you were going to come like Kyle, you, you said to Kyle that I was going to be the one to come after him. I was like, no, I said to Kyle, cause he asked me who he didn't trust. And he said that he didn't trust you potentially leaving you as somebody that could come after him, you know, which was, which was the truth. Like I didn't say that specifically about Steph. So as much as I was like finessing things, I was like, I was still kind of being honest. And I hope Kyle would see that. Like I wasn't, I wasn't sitting there being like bold face, lie, bold face, lie, bold face, lie. Like the whole time, some things I kind of stretched the truth about some things I lied about, but other stuff was like the truth of mine and Kyle's conversation, which I thought he would appreciate and be like, damn, like not only did Moose like kind of talk her off this cliff, but he also spit the facts. Like he didn't, he didn't just keep the things that were truth in the conversation behind closed doors. Again, hoping that he'd understand my conversations with him about talking about Herman and all these things were also true. Right. Because at one point he even came up to me, he's like, how do I know you and Herman aren't like mm-hmm. acting like you hate each other in order. And I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about, man? Like, I'm not that smart. Like I'm really not that smart. Like there's no way that I would do that. So um, that was kind of where that conversation was. Some people in the house thought it was fake. And I was like, do you understand? Like, even after we both got put up, I was like, so you're telling me you think this conversation is fake. If, if Steph and I knew about it, that would be the dumbest thing of all time because we just both got put on the block. If Kyle and Steph knew about it, why would they, why would they do that? Because Steph is going on the block. If me and Kyle knew about it, he wouldn't be talking all this smack about me to all of you behind my back. So how on earth could this fight have been fake? So yeah, it was a very real fright fight. And I think she was also hurt because I kind of basically a day before that was like, yo, I, I really like you, Steph. But yeah, that was kind of what went down uh, in that HOH room. Yeah. And then, uh, and then after that, uh, he, he really dropped the bomb on you. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it's, I mean, this was, this was a powerful moment. My degree is not in English. It is in sport media. <laughs> big one. That was a big one. And it's really funny because I thought it was a bomb too, like a huge bombshell <laughs> and nobody else did. <laughs> Literally nobody. Tanisha was like, I do not care. Summer was like, who the hell cares? I don't care if you guys were in fry cooking class together. <laughs> that doesn't matter to me, you know? And like Josh, Josh was like, I'm literally shaking. I just saw a clip of it today. And they were all like, who cares, man? Like, we don't care. <laughs> but I think the thing is, is that 
they also didn't really understand. Like our program was really small. So that's why it was like, we didn't, like, cause you know, people go to university programs, there's hundreds, there's thousands, there's thousands of people that are in these programs. We had like 60 to 80 people per year. So we knew everybody from the first year down to the, down to the fourth. So that's why it was like much bigger in our eyes. And had he done a little bit of a better job explaining that, I think people would have probably been like, Oh, you guys really actually know each other as opposed to we were in university and he was a year above me. They were like, okay. And what? And I tried to make it a little bit of a bombshell when I told her mom that he brushed it aside. I brushed it aside too. You know, I was, I was being honest with him. I'm like, Hey man, like, this is the truth. He's like, no, I know. I was like, cool. Perfect. Anyway, let's get back into the game. Right. Um, but yeah, that was a really, I thought it was going to be huge, important information. And it just wasn't, it just wasn't. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so Kyle is going to, and you even had like a moment where, because Betty thought she was going on the block. Yeah. Uh, up until the ceremony, you didn't know you were going on the block. And nope. so uh, you were comforting Betty about going on the block, um, mm-hmm. not realizing that it was actually the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, and so you end up on the block. Uh, there's yeah. no reasoning. There was no reasoning in the reasoning. No reasoning in the reasoning. No reasoning in the reasoning, man. None. <laughs> um, and uh, and 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 Kyle drops this in from on uh, in, on you, and not just that you know each other, but also that uh, that you had been saying things about Herman, and uh, right. and that you had been targeting him, and all of this mm-hmm. stuff. Like that's and that's the really like damning part for you that you have to really do a lot of damage control when it comes to Herman and Summer and Tanisha. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Walk me through that. Yeah, uh, that was honestly big. And uh, so I, like the thing is, the, the reasoning behind the reasoning was was because of what he said during the ceremony. So I didn't realize all this other stuff, obviously. But he's like, Steph, I'm putting you on the block because people said you were targeting me. Those people that said you were targeting me was Moose. So I'm going to put him on the block, too. I was like, so I was like, that that makes again, he actually had another reason to put it like that wasn't the reason he put me up. It was because of the Harmon stuff and the, and he, he didn't trust me like, but it, like in the ceremony, because that was the only information I had had at the time. I'm like, this makes no sense. You're saying that you're going to put me up next to somebody I told you was targeting you, but you don't trust me. So why are you putting up her? It's like, you know, that's what was my thinking. Right. So, um, I was, so that like, honestly, after that, I was like, okay, like, this is, this is it. I'm like, this is the game. I'm like, it's time to game now. Like there's a conversation I had with Kyle in the Expedia room. I was like, I was like, let's play. I was like, it's time to play, man. Like, I'm not here to, I was like, every look, if I want to win this game, every big brother player has to have some adversity. Hey, Tashawn won the year before without hitting the block. He definitely did have to face some sort of adversity though at some point. Right. But I was like, this is the way I see it. I'm like, if I'm going to want to be here, I'm gonna have to earn my spot here. That was the way I saw it moving forward. So it was time to start gaming. And I had a conversation. We had a very, I had a very honest conversation with Herman again, kind of quelled the truth a little bit where I was like, I said your names, but I said it as if it was something he wouldn't do. I didn't actually say your names. And he was like, okay, like, yeah, I get that. And I said the same thing to Tanisha. I'm like, look, I fully said to him this week, I would put up Herman and Tanisha, but I knew he was, but I said it in the sense of, I knew that he wasn't going to do that. And I know that that's not what Kyle was going to do that week. I think everybody should be considered to be put up as an HOH, right? Like that's just the way this game works. You don't know what's the truth and what's a lie. So that's what I was trying to tell to Kyle. So it was a lot of damage control. And I think you know, thankfully after I won that POV, it was a little bit easier, but I think the problem was, is that Kyle continued to, you know, from based on what I was hearing, you know, slander his own game, right. It was just continuous where it was like, this was what was going to happen. This was what was going to happen. And and then Marty started not having faith in him and stuff. So for me, I was like, this is good for me. I, I was like, I have my priority now. It's not those three guys anymore. It's the Savage seven. 
Um, I was like, I was like, these are my main, and it wasn't even the seven. It was Herman, T, Summer, and Josh. I'm like, those are my four most important people now. Everyone else in this game can figure it out. That was the way I saw it. I was like, these are the people that are important to me. I'm going to work very hard to get them to trust me this week. Those four people. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, you do end up winning the veto and, uh, you, you had one of my favorite celebrations, uh, of the season that, uh, veto, baby. Check. Check. You try to put me on the block, Check. try to pin everybody against me in the house, Kyle. Look what you did. Foolish. You can't get rid of me that easily, baby. Moose B is in the house. Yes. <laughs> You're bringing me back flashbacks. <laughs> I was geeked. I was geeked. I genuinely never, like, you don't think you can win a competition until you do. You know, that's just the way that works. I was pumped. I had to hit my bow with the check. He was like the chess guy in the house, right? You know? So it's like, all right, you had me in check. Now I have you in check. You know, I pulled myself off the block. Like, this is what's going to happen. I was very, um, yeah, I was, I felt, I felt really good about that win. Um, it was super, super. I think it also solidified me as a quote unquote player. I mean, I think, again, I think everyone's a player right in the game, but I think for, in people's eyes, they were like, okay, Moose has value now, as opposed to this guy that's just been running around and talking to people this whole time. And I think that was a good thing for me, obviously, because I was able to use that in campaigns and all this other stuff further down the line. But that was that, that, like, that was a huge, huge moment for me. I still, I right now, at least is still definitely top five moment in my life unreal like ugh, it was so so cool um but yeah i like after that i was like okay it's not i don't even see it as smooth sailing i'm like yeah i'm safe until noms but regardless like th- i'm happy for one day i was like i'm gonna be happy for one day and then the next days i'm back to work like i'm back to building these relationships i'm back to telling everybody exactly what happened like i can be really honest now and i did do that and i was like very honest with everybody about what had happened and everything like that so um yeah it was very uh it was a very good thing for me to happen that week that I won that power veto and was on the block. Like, I think it just did. I think it, I think it helped me in the game, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, the whole house is now like flipping against Kyle. Um, and, uh, you know, it takes a little while though, for you to be able to kind of like, and, and it never really happens that like, uh, you're able to fully get back in with, uh, you know, you, you get back in with Herman. Yes. But, but he kind of goes to Josh after that. Um, and, uh, and and you kind of, you kind of get back in with summer and Tanisha, but, uh, Tanisha's not like too long for this world at this point. And, uh, and it never really like comes back together. Um, what, what's kind of just like, what, like was the game plan to try to get them together at that point? Uh, like what were you, what were you trying to do? Um, like after all that stuff happened. Yeah. Like just, just trying to recover from, from that. Right. Like the house flips on Kyle. Kyle's not in power anymore, but yeah. the damage has been done to your game. So where do you go from mm-hmm. there? So like for me personally, I was like, um, I was like, I got to win HOH. That was my first, that was my first thing. My second thing was if like, regardless of whether I do or don't win HOH, let me take a back seat. I was like, you just overgamed. You, you know, you just saw it. You just overgamed, overplayed, take a huge step back stop being in conversations all the time, stop giving out information, stop keenly looking for people to talk to the game about. That was my, my, my priority. I was like, I'm going to take a step back this week. I'm not going to really talk to anybody. I want to be out of the spotlight. I want to be out of this, all this drama. You know what I mean? People ask me about if the fight is fake or not. I'm like sitting there have to, having to rationalize with them. I'm like, let me just 
reset to the beginning. And I think everybody, if you ask them, saw the week three as a reset week. It was literally like this boom. All these alliances were blown up, um, you know, minus, you know, ghosts and, and the things like that. But it was it was a it was a complete. 180 on the game and like let's start over like we got to start over with our relationships clearly what we thought was right wasn't what the truth was so my plan from there was like please win hoh this week and i was like if you don't just survive just survive have less conversations if people want to talk to you they do otherwise don't overdo it just just take a back seat for this week and just chill out yeah it definitely seemed like there was a shift in your game where um, you became less active as like a, 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 a strategist, as like somebody that was actively talking to people. Uh, you know, prior to that, you had, you know, your secret alliance, you had the Savage Seven, you were kind of talking a uh, game with a lot of people. But after mm-hmm. this, it, it, it seemed like you really were like, okay, maybe I yeah. need to chill. Um, yeah. and, and that's kind of where I think you, you, you were for, for most of the rest of the game. Yeah, that's, that's kind of, that's like ish. Yeah. That's pretty much where I was because I was like, you tried to be this big brain superhero player. Clearly that didn't work. Start thinking small, like start Mm. from step one and think small, which, you know, inevitably hurt me down the line. But regardless, I was like, don't think so big. Um, Just try to try to survive every week um, and go from there. Like, you know, when Gino won HOH that week, I was like, I don't have any other priorities of them other than myself this week. That's my main priority. I'm not going to try to fight for other people. I'm not going to try to give Gino information. He doesn't need, as long as he doesn't put me on the block, that's what I care about the most. Like that was my only priority in week four. And then, you know, things kind of changed after that week five and onwards. But I was like, I was my number. I became my own number one priority when that up until that point, I wasn't, I I cared Mm. about other people more than I cared about myself. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Gino ends up, uh, targeting Kyle, which, uh, this is like great for you, uh, because Mm -hmm. Kyle was weirdly never going to forget (laughs) that he needed to target you. Uh, so it would have been like, you would have had to waste an HOH on him if you had won one. Uh, and so Gino doing it for you is great news. Um, and, uh, that's a great step to sort of recover from the situation. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was huge. And you know, what's funny, man. Like people think that I would have put up Kyle if I, let's say if I had won that week, I genuinely might not have, mm-hmm. you know, I meant like just, to, just to show some like, you know, like resilience in myself as like a player, like people would be like, damn, like Moose isn't salty like that. Like he's a smart player. Like that was like my thinking if I had one HOH, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. But in my mind, I was like, I was like, if I just go back to for tat with Kyle, like I don't need to do all that. You know, I was like, I'm good. Let me, let me be even bigger than that. You know? Cause then people be like, yo, I really trust Moose. Like this guy isn't going to just be a, he's not an emotional guy. He's not going to just play just to get rid of people. You know what I mean? So regardless, um, after he, I found out that Kyle had essentially, you know, overdid his HOH week. And then that happened with Gina. I was like, this is perfect. I was like, this is amazing. Lovely. Unreal. However, he was sitting next to the block next to Jess. And because I was taking a step back that week and I was like, I'm not trying to get people. I'm not trying to say anything really, 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 truly part of me wanted to talk to Herman and Tisha and summer. Cause we were, we were on good terms and we were talking there. We were, we were, I was like this week, I was like, by the way, this week, like my vote is your vote. That was the way I saw it. I was like, let me try to build my relationship. So that's what I did. I was like, Herman told me, um, or this was, this was during the Josh week, actually not the Gina week, but I was like, your vote is my vote. Wherever you two tell me to go is where I'm going to go. Her mom was like, I appreciate you saying that to me. I'm not the guy though. Ask them. I was like, that's mm. perfect. So that was kind of what I did as well in week four. We all knew we were voting for Kyle, but I was like, Hey, whatever you guys are doing, I'm doing like you, I don't have, to. but I deeply wanted to suggest getting rid of Jess that week. 
because I just knew that they were gunning for me. They multiple times had asked me to be in alliance or work together. And I just denied it multiple times. And it was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. And I was like, Kyle is already, you know, like he's already paddling right now. Like he's like, sure. If he wins HOH next week, like, you know, we'll all be in trouble. But I was like, is that a risk I'm willing to take? Maybe I was like, yeah, I'd be willing to risk that. Like, let's, you know, I was like, as like, Jess is a gamer. Like, do we really want to keep, but I didn't want to bring that up. I couldn't say anything because, you know, I had been saying all this other stuff those prior weeks. So I'm like, if I just bring up getting rid of Jess now, they'll be like, Moose, shut up. We're getting rid of Kyle. Stop trying to do things. We're not working with you anymore. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, whatever you guys want to do, like you guys do it. But I told this to Herman as well. And Herman was like, that's really funny because if you had said it, I genuinely would have told you to stop talking and I would have not worked with you. So it's yeah. a good thing I didn't bring it up. But yeah, Kyle that week, um, it was, it was, yeah, it was a unanimous unanimous house decision yeah I mean, and that that like uh bring that up like it, it, it the season was was one where the the outsiders really um played a huge role obviously um mm-hmm. because they were pretty talented at the game kevin helena uh even just to a degree was doing a very good job um in the early portion of the game absolutely developing relationships um and a lot of the players who were in the bigger alliances were kind of screwing themselves up by trying to overly win the uh, loyalty of these outsiders. Um, but that didn't seem like something you were too invested in uh, throughout the season. Um, you were one of the players that, that didn't invest too heavily in, uh, in Kevin Helena or, or, or Jess. Uh, mm-hmm. Was that intentional? Uh, yeah. Yes. Ish. Because the reason why I'd say it's, it's intentional is because I, again, being a big brother, like, you know, not a savant. I was like, I need to have targets. That was the way I saw it. I was like, because I wanted to win power, I was like, I need to have some people I can put up. I don't want to align with everybody and then put two people up. And they're like, well, we were all working together. And then that whole week they run around and go, well, Moose and I, we were in alliance. We were in an alliance. Like I was working with Moose. I was working with Moose because then I just would have had a bad HOH week because I would have put up these two people that I was working with. Should I have worked with the entire house? Could I have? maybe like probably like I had had multiple conversations with Helena just from the beginning of the game was like, let's work together like multiple times. And I just kept on quelling it. Like I should have, I should have just been like, Jess. Yeah. Like nobody will know that we're working together. Like this is perfect. Like, let's just do this. You and I, but it, it, that was my issue, right? Is that I wanted to win power and I needed targets. So I was like, I need people to put up. I can't be working with everybody. So not having Kevin, Helena and Jess in my, you know, Rolodex of, of, of people that I was working with was something I saw as, um, you know, I, it was intentional for sure, but I didn't like not have a relationship with them. I knew I could talk to them about votes. Right. So that was where I was with that. It wasn't like, but with Jess specifically, they obviously knew that I was, you know, saying their name a lot and that I was targeting them a lot as the game went on. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so yeah, Jess wins that HOH and, uh, it's bad news for you. Uh, mm-hmm. luckily you have a, a couple of things going for you. One is that, uh, Kevin really wants Herman gone. Um, mm-hmm. and so, uh, instead of doing something like you and Helena, um, it's, it's instead you and Herman, uh, mm-hmm. but then, but then Herman wins the veto. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, a little exactly. trickier. So, uh, I imagine you were immediately like worried when Jess won the HOH. Um, a little bit. I was a little worried. I wasn't entirely like, Oh damn, I'm in trouble. But I was like, 
because they had multiple times tried to work in an alliance with me, I was like, let's, let's see what I can do here. And when we had our conversation, I told them flat out to their face. I was like, I 1000% have been saying your name to people as somebody that people should target. You're a gamer. And am I wrong? You're not, you, you are, you won two, you won two things. Now you want a power veto. You won an HOH. You were the, you, you saw yourself as the person who could get targeted every week from week one. And you haven't been, that goes to show how good of a player that you are. So, you know, I told them that. And I was like, look, I have been saying your name. Like, I'm sorry. I've been trying to like, I've, I've been transitioning that from saying that you're a target to somebody who's just a good player, you know, just trying to kind of like, you know, save my beans, but that definitely didn't work. So I wasn't initially worried right off the bat. Cause I was like, let me use my words to see what I can make happen for myself here. But that didn't work either. Yeah. And so this is when, uh, things get weird with you and Jess and Betty, because mm-hmm. you make a pitch, uh, to Jess, like, Hey, put up, uh, like Kevin and Betty. Um, yeah. and then, uh, and then Betty has some things to say to you. So don't, yeah. don't pitch my name. That's rude. Okay. And I won't stand for it. Okay. Okay, cool. And I don't want to talk to you either. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't be sorry. Just like, don't say my name unnecessarily. <laughs> Oh my God. That was really funny. Yo. Okay. So it's, it's jokes because so we said so we had the true few, uh, you know, that was mm-hmm. like, uh, that was a, that was a, that was literally a bullet point in what was an Alliance massacre for this season. So she, Betty was a part of that for us. Right. But I, I, at that point saw her as the, not the least priority, but I wasn't, I was only trying to work again with Josh, Tanisha, Summer, her mom. Like those are my main people. And I was like, those are the people I care about the most right now. Betty was a part of, again, that true few, but I was like, eh, inevitably, like I, I, again, I need to target people. Right. So I was just trying to save, save myself by trying to say something, um, with Betty, but because she was in that Alliance, I didn't want to have this argument with her in public to make her seem like a very chaotic player. That was literally my thinking. Like I, that's why I was sitting there. Like, I, like, let me just take these hits. You know, I, I did something wrong. I was literally running to go tell Betty. Cause I told Kevin what I'd said. I was on my way to go tell Betty. I was like, I was gonna be like, yo, Betty, I said your name. I like, I didn't mean it. I was just like, I was just saying stuff to Jess. Right. But I obviously didn't get there in time. And then I was like, let, let her have this. Like, I want her to like, you know, hit me with all of, all of the anger, but I don't want Betty to blow up right now in front of the whole house and then have a target on her back. Because again, we were in a seldom Alliance. So I was like, all right, whatever, say what you have to say. Like, I get it. Cause I could have been like, yeah, what, and what, you know, like do all, do all that right in front of the house. But I was like, I don't want that noise. I just got out of this whole problem with Kyle that I had in week three. Let me just, you know, let me just take a back seat. It's totally fine. Um, but again, it was the wording, right? It was the verbiage that I'd find out after, which was, which was the issue that I had had. Um, but I wasn't gonna, I'm not, I'm not a liar. Like I was like, yeah, I fully said your name. 1000%. You, I was like, you, you didn't win a POV and pull yourself off the block. That's a fact. You know, like I, I said what I said. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Well, cause it, it, yeah, like the whole thing, it was like, uh, it was whether or not you said or implied that like Betty deserved to be there. Yeah. Um, hey, exactly. I, I, I assume you haven't gotten back to this, this, uh, this episode yet, but, um, I haven't. Uh, but yeah, like, do, do you, so like, where do you stand on it now in terms of like, uh, do you feel like, um, you know, maybe I did a little bit imply that with what I said, or do you feel like, mm-hmm. was it reasonable to interpret it that way? Or like, where, where do you stand? Yeah. On it? So based on my understanding, which again, I haven't seen it yet, but based on my understanding, I think I implied something like that, where I was like, I deserve to be here because mm-hmm. I had won the POV that week. So I, I, 
I get why like that, like that was what was said. I said that I deserve to be here. I'm pretty sure that's what, that's what people told me. Right. But I never said that Betty or Kevin didn't Mm -hmm. deserve to be here. So I think the interpretation of it was just like, you know, again, and Jess, Jess even said it in a conversation with, with Summer and I on the couch, because Jess wanted to talk to me. I was like, I'm not going to speak to you until, unless someone else is there, (laughs) because this is not, we're not doing this anymore. So Summer was sitting next to me on the couch and Summer heard verbatim just say, well, you know, she's like, they were like, oh, it's, it's a game move. Like that was like, you know, I had to do things for my game this week. Right. And then when Summer heard that, they were like, okay, that's a red flag. You know what I mean? Like, okay. So you, you, you're saying that that's what you did. Right. Um, but for me, I did say that where I was like, maybe I deserve, I felt like I, what I was saying was that I deserve to be there more than them, you know, mm-hmm. but it wasn't that I just felt like I didn't deserve to hit the block again. Yeah. That, Cause I was just like, are you kidding me? I just went through all this, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, I just felt like I didn't deserve that. But in terms of like being there, like just actually like playing the big brother game, I'm like, that's egregious. I don't think anybody should be saying that about anybody that's here. You know what I mean? Yeah. From, from Melina to now, like there's nobody that doesn't deserve to be here. Right. So that's where I was definitely upset. Again, I haven't seen the episode, so I don't know how much it's like, like I might watch it and be like, Oh damn, that is exactly what I said. <laughs> you know, I don't know, but I just feel like it might've just been, you know, a little bit farther stretched. And especially with Betty, somebody like her, like yeah. she takes words very seriously. And that's why I was like, go, I never said Betty doesn't deserve to be here. Like, I know I didn't say that, you know? And that's why, and I was just frustrated, not even on a game level. It was just like, personally, that's so disrespectful to somebody to be like, yo, by the way, I don't even think you should be playing big brother. Like what, who are, who even are you? You're playing the same game as me, like dummy. Like that's the way I would see it too. So um, that was kind of like my um, thought about it. So like, again, I haven't seen the whole thing, but I know that I did say the whole, like, I deserve to be here, not on the block type of thing, but definitely not like saying that them two were like, Ugh, didn't deserve it at all. Like, Ugh. no, I don't like that. Don't yeah. Like that. And, and like, I, I think that um, from my perspective, at least you, you were absolutely one of the, cause like that. And I think, I think part of what uh, compounded the situation as well was that like, that had been something that other people had been saying uh, mm-hmm. like, not worth taking a shot at Betty, uh, you know, like implying that like Betty's not at the same level as other players and, and yeah. you know, similar things. But, but you, you were, you were always a person, um, cause Kevin was very much this way too. And I think you were totally on the same page of just like, you very much were like, everybody deserves to be here. Like everybody's on the same level. Like don't mm-hmm. underestimate anybody. Um, so, uh, I, I think that's, like that especially uh, rung untrue in terms of like how you would genuinely feel about it. Yeah, that's that. And, and that's what it was, right? Like, I think everyone had value, right? To win every single week, to win a power veto at any time, to vote for you to stay at any, at any point, right? Like that's the way the game works. And that was me learning, right? Like I learned that in week three, right? Like that's when I learned that in week three. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think everybody had like the reasons to be there had also, you know, power and a vote had also a power to win at any time unless you were like you know like kevin or maybe you didn't want to win or like you were like summer where that was your game plan right like it's everyone played differently so to say that it's like someone's game was better than another person's game and again i heard that stuff with kyle in week three watching the episode where it's like getting rid of betty like what's the point of that this week it's like well there you go betty made final three you know so where are we where yeah. are we right now right like yeah. it's 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 all relative when you think about it later in the game yeah, it's uh, like and that's that's like uh, in terms of the, the value the player has to your game. It's it's like, are they with you? Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's not worth taking out a player that's not targeting you. Is that yeah. that's how that's when it's not worth taking a player. Exactly. <laughs> but, exactly. Uh, so uh, but you end up on the block next to Herman. Herman wins the veto. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and Tanisha ends up on the block next to you. And this is, yeah. this is another huge sort of turning point in the game because, mm-hmm. Uh, this is when Kevin is setting up this uh, this split vote blindside situation. Um, nice. But uh, but you knew immediately, like, I don't think I've I don't think I'm going to have or at least this is what you told Kevin and them. Like, I don't think I'm going to have Herman, Summer, uh, mm-hmm. Betty. Like, I don't think I'm going to have them. I'm going to need mm-hmm. what turned out to be the five. Um, yes. Right. Yeah. So uh, what is your perspective uh, on this this portion of the week? Yeah, honestly, so it, we had tried to talk to Jess. I didn't because I was like, you want me gone. I am a target. So I was like, I'm not going to try to do anything right now. But I think Tanisha and Herman were trying to convince Jess to put up, whether it was Kevin or Helena, in order to work with us long term. Where I was like, Jess, if you do this this week, believe us, you will be safe. Like, we will protect you. Like me, Josh, Summer, T, Herman. We're like, we will have your back. And I think that they just didn't believe us, you know, for with, with good reasoning, right? Like with the targeting and everything and, and the way that that, so I get it. But I think, I think had they done that, they really would have had an opportunity to have a strong alliance for the rest of the game. But, you know, Tanisha gets put next to me on the block. I'm like, honestly, relishing this moment. I love a good pitch. Huge. I lo- I'm a huge pitch guy. I love, <laughs> I love pitches. So I'm like, all right, let's get this going. So my first secured vote was Marty. Marty came to me, heard that Tanisha was saying his name. And he was like, you know what, Moose? Don't tell anybody this. And if anybody finds out, I'm not voting for you, but you have my vote. I was like, sick. We have one. I was like, okay, we have one. All right, I was fired. I was early, early on in the campaign. I'm like, all right, time to get, time to get like a little doozy. Let's go. I pick up Jace. I'm like, Jace, you know, and Tanisha and I both did this, but Jace and I were, I was like, we hadn't had a lot of game talks. I said that I wouldn't put her up if there was a double in week four. I think the week before that was the first game talk we had had. And I would have stayed loyal to that. And I was like, Jace, like you're an individual player. Obviously you have the showmans, but like, I need you to want, I want you to want me to stay. I don't need you and Gino to want me to stay. So I really went hard with it. And I was like, look, like we can do this. Like, look, I'm better for your game. You know, I won't put you up next week. I'm telling you that right now I will protect you. Like I'll keep you safe, like hold that, you know? And I ran that spiel with a few people promised a a couple of things, you know, Kevin wanted safety for two weeks. I I was willing to give him that. So Marty didn't want safety for the next week, but he just wanted to meet, make sure that um, we could work together for the rest of the game. I was like, that's cool with me. Um, You know, Gino with Gino and Jace, I think it was sort of the same pitch of being like, don't worry, you guys are protected. If I win power or whatever the case might be. Um, So, that was my, those are the five that I needed. And Herman and Josh were kind of the, you know, I was hoping one of them would vote for me because, you know, bringing it back to week one, at one point we were in the dark in, in one of the nights and it was the three of us sitting on the couch and we were like, yo, let's work together. I was like us three, man. Like, I like us three. Like, let's do this. Like we're really, really you know, we were competitors. We all like each other. So I thought that both of them kind of, one of them would have my back and they were like, nah, man, you have the vote. You have the vote. Then um, as I'm pitching to them and this last ditch effort, you know, I finally got, I got all my votes secured. Kevin is with me. Helena's with me. I got Jason Gino and I got Marty. Helena's the only one I can tell is on the border. Like I can tell she's on the borderline sitting on that couch, waiting for the vote to happen. I'm looking at Helena, like, Oh my God, she's going to flip. I just like, one of you can, one of you just vote for me. Like, and sure enough, Tanisha walks in tears, you know, hands, hands and face. I'm done this week make sure you guys fight for each other. And I was like, Oh my God, that is the worst possible thing that could happen. To me right now. <laughs> as I'm begging, as I'm begging for these guys to vote for me because I don't have the vote. That's exactly like, I'm like, this is, this is like, 
baloney. I'm like, okay, that's great. So I was just like, if I, like, I was like, I'm going to scrape by, hopefully, you know, like I was like, Helena's the one. So, you know, those other people were pretty confident. Marty was confident from the beginning. Jason, you know, like Kevin was like, I got you. So, but I could tell just Helena was really, was really thinking about it. The vote happens. You know, I come out on top. I like have to go console Helena and give her a hug because she's like, what have I done? I'm a terrible person, all this sort of thing. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm better for your game, Helena. I promise you, like, do not worry. Like I'm here for you. Like it's, it's, it's all good because I, and I was, I was right. I was like, she was the one and had she flipped, it would have been like, okay, you know, like here I am now, like looking like a bozo, just sitting here in my five, four lost vote. Um, and yeah, and that was like, uh, that was, that was a very, very powerful week for me. I understood the value of campaigning and knowing what it's like to have people in your vote. And, um, it was fun. It was honestly a lot of fun. Yeah. I, so, so I'm curious about a couple of things. One is, uh, like how much of this did you feel, um, that like, cause Kevin, Kevin obviously knew from the get go, like Moose is going to stay and he yeah. tried to get in early to be like, Hey, I'm, I'm working for you. Uh, he yeah. did the same thing to Josh, the, in, in week, uh, three. Um, uh-huh. and that, you know, turned into the crash test dummies. Uh, but with you, it, it didn't seem to go as far. Did you feel like he was doing work for you? Like, how did you feel about Kevin at that point? Uh, like, like during my campaign week? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I had no idea. I just was like, I just knew that Kevin was interested in keeping me around and I knew Mm -hmm. that he had my back and we were in the hot tub and I was pitching him. Basically I was giving him my pitch for next week. And I was like, I'm going to throw the HOH. And he was like, don't say that. He's like, that is dumb. He's like, don't, I don't trust you. He's like, nobody will trust you if you say that. I like everything else you're saying, but don't say that. I was like, okay, sounds good. It's like, yeah. So he helped me refine my pitch before I went and gone to everybody. So I was like, this guy really wants him to stay. Whether or not he was really like fighting for me with other people in other rooms, that kind of, I wasn't thinking about that at all with my pitch. I wasn't like, how are these people going to talk to each other? Literally was not a, not a priority for me. The only thing I was thinking of these conversations, one-on-one I'm having with people, I want them to keep me. That's it. I don't need, like, it wasn't that I was like, oh, like, is Jace going to talk to Marty? And is Marty going to talk to Gino in hopes of keeping me around? Like, that wasn't the way I saw it at all. I was like, as long as these people individually understand that I'm better for their game to stay, that's what it was. So I didn't have much of an opinion on whether or not Kevin was really, you know, fighting for me that week. It was just like, he's somebody that voted for me. And I, I appreciate him for that, you know, who, whether or not he was working with Helena or Marty or whatever, because I'd, I'd seen him at that point kind of working with Marty. I was like, maybe they kind of talked and figured it out. But Marty had told me initially in the week. So I had no opinion on Kevin. I was just like, he's voting for me. That's all I need this week. I just need survival. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then so another thing is that you are you're campaigning that you're going to essentially put up like Betty and Summer was one of the things that you said. Yeah. Um Obviously, we get into the safety chain. Uh, it's not a situation where you're putting people on the block. But mm. if it had been a normal double eviction, uh, yeah. who do you think you would have nominated? Mm. So if I like if I had one if I had won an HOH that week and it was a double, okay. yeah, like if that safety chain bowling comp mm. had been had been a regular HOH, who are you putting up? Wow, see, because there's no collateral. Not there's no collateral, but there's minimal collateral, right? So, um, you know what? Ah, dang, you know I haven't thought about that. But you know, I honestly, as much as it it breaks me to say, it would have been one of those four people that 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 didn't vote for me, mm-hmm. and maybe maybe like maybe someone else, like like Helena. You know, I would have been like, let me put up, call it, um, you know, 
Hmm. Maybe I would have put up the showman's. Like, I actually don't know. I haven't really thought about it, but it would have been like Josh and, or no, it would have been like Betty and, and Helena or like Betty and Jace or something like that. You know, like I would have picked one from either side, Hmm. but then made it clear that the person that didn't vote for me was the target. That's what I would have done. So it's like the other person would have been a pawn essentially, but you know, who knows what the way a vote goes. Had it been a regular double though, it would have been, you know, probably Betty or summer, maybe maybe leaning more towards summer because Betty had a reason to be mad at me and a reason not to vote for me that week. So I was like, that's why I was like, I'm not even going to bother pitching to you. Like, I feel like that's disrespectful to be like, Hey, still vote for me after I wanted you up this week. Like, no, I didn't see that as value. So yeah, if I did have a double that week, it would have been one of the people that didn't vote for me. One of the people that did again, I liked Herman and I liked Josh and I thought that all of us were working together. And even after that conversation, which is why I decided to save them in the chain of safety. Like those are my guys. So I was like, probably would have been like, you know, maybe like, you know, Betty or summer mixed with like Gino and Jace, you know, maybe Kevin, something like that. Right. But I, I, it would have been, and it would have been an in the moment thing. I would have had to like, think about it then. But yeah. my chain of safety was, was, was worried about keeping my priorities, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, Tanisha's voted out, uh, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's mostly a blind side, obviously the, the, mm-hmm. the Helena vote kind of leaked ahead of time, which, which yeah. put the suspicion into people's minds, but they were still, I think, hopeful that it would still play out. All right. Um, yeah. and, uh, like how, how are you feeling in that moment? What is the experience? Honestly, I was, I was, I was pretty broken. Um, to be fair, like that whole week I was kind of upset and yeah. we still, we had, we had really good times with each other still. And I never used Tanisha's name in my pitch either. Like, mm-hmm. because, you know, I, I respected her and we were Alliance members. Like there was no, I didn't see reason for me to do that. I was like, if people want to keep me, that's cool. If not, Tanisha deserves, you know, just what she gets as well. Right. But, um, I was, I was pretty sad. I was honestly pretty sad. Like the whole week and up after that vote, you know, like just, just seeing her walk out of there, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty heartbreaking. Um, I felt good after, right. When I, when it was time to game, I was ready to game, right. That was when I was feeling good. I'm like, let's get back into it. Let's get back into big brother. All right. But up until that point, I was just like, this sucks. I was like, this sucks. Like she's my friend. I want her to be here. And now she's gone at essentially the hands of me. Right. Like not entirely, but you know, I'm part of the reason that she's going home. So it was just like, um, it was just like a row of things that really kind of made me upset. Um, but you know, I was feeling good after that, you know, for, for a variety of reasons, I was feeling mm-hmm. good after that comp, you know? <laughs> Uh, so you, you win, you win the safety chain competition and, uh, you have to make the first pick. Um, did you ever think about picking anybody other than Herman? Yes. I was actually looking at Kevin Mm -hmm. and I wanted Kevin to pick Herman because I wanted not my alliances to be shown, Mm -hmm. which is obviously what the chain of safety does. And I was looking at Kevin and I'm like, Kevin, pick Herman. He's like, what? I'm like, pick Herman next to you and he just like didn't really understand and again had i picked kevin who knows he might have done some something super chaotic and just been like jess you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> but um i i actually wanted to pick kevin like if you like i i know you guys have already had your conversation but if you ask him i was looking at him I'm like yo kev like i was trying to get him to pick her mom so that way him and maybe i could just be absolved of like you know not saying it like saying random names right mm-hmm. that didn't matter and maybe it would have helped us work together down the line who knows but my two priorities in the chain of safety were number one keep my people safe, that being Herman and Josh primarily, and then Betty and Betty and Summer afterwards, while also finding a way for Jess to be the person that's left over because they targeted me, they targeted T, they targeted Herman. Like they they tried to get rid of to get rid of, you know, our group that we were working together with. So 
one of them, like my main priority was obviously keeping us safe, but I'm like, as I was sitting there, as soon as Arissa said what it was and, you know, she kept explaining, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I need to think. So I'm like, I think I'm like, okay, Herman picks Josh. Or if I pick Josh, he picks Herman. Herman picks Summer or Betty. That makes sense. Ah, well, Summer, I was like, well, Summer pick Kevin. I was like, Summer will pick Kevin. They worked to, like, because they were hanging out all the time. They had a really good relationship, you know, like Toronto, like they were just, they were just always talking. So I'm like, okay, if I pick Herman, Josh, he'll pick Josh. Josh will pick one of Betty or Summer. If it's Betty, I don't know where she goes. If it's Summer, it's probably Kevin. If it's Kevin, it's probably Marty. Okay, you're overthinking this. That's literally where I stopped. I'm like, you're not that big brain. Let's just pick Herman and whatever happens, happens. But I was like, that's kind of inevitably what happened, right? Like I picked him and then Josh would pick Betty and Summer would pick Kevin. Kevin picked Marty. I was like, oh my God, like this is, this is great. And then Marty is like, on the borderline trying to pick like Helena or whatever, or Helena or Jess. And I knew that him and Jess had a thing. And then he picks Helena. And I'm like, this is perfect because Jess is also facing off against two people that are extremely competitive. You know, like Gino had won a competition already. Jace had won a competition already. So I was like, Hey, these two people have won comps. They know what it's like to win competitions. So especially Jace had won it on the block. I'm like, this is a best case scenario. Now Jess is facing off against two people that have already won comps. So it was, it was like a win-win in saving my people as well as, you know, having Jess have a tough time um, trying to win that ping pong ball competition. Yeah. And then, uh, then, then, then we have the, I guess you haven't, if you haven't watched the, the, the safety chain episode, uh, but you, you, you obviously heard about the attempted flip um on on gino um mm-hmm. you know it it kind of starts with kevin and then marty kind of says no and then josh and betty are talking about it and it kind of rekindles mm-hmm. and they almost do it but betty sees marty on the other couch looking like he doesn't want to do it and so she calls it off last minute yeah uh but marty still thinks it's on yeah. um and so uh a couple of votes come through Marty and Helena who are sitting on the other couch. And then Kevin, Josh and Betty are like, okay, we know not to do it. Um, and, uh, and so, uh, Gino stays. Um, if you had caught wind of this, if they had approached you about your vote, you were very enthusiastic about keeping Gino. Obviously. I, I don't imagine that you would have jumped on board. Oh, heck no. And I would have blown up their spot immediately. Mm-hmm. If they tried bringing that up to me, I've been like, yo, what is going on? I would have, it's a good thing they didn't bring me into that room. Cause I was like, I was in the pantry obviously at that time. I'm like, don't worry, you know, safe and everything. If they're like, yo, Moose, like, what do you think? I've been like, what? Herman, I've been like, Herman, come, come catch this right now. What is this? What's going on here? We would have been, I would have been distraught if that had happened. And, um, I was, it's funny because as enthusiastic as my vote was, I was thinking, I was thinking about rogue voting as well. Cause I thought, I saw it as a guarantee. (laughs) I saw it as a guarantee, but Josh was saying to summer, are we playing Moose and Herman's game? Right? Like that was something that he had mentioned to her. Um, that's why she felt where she was like, what? Like, not really. Like, I, I I don't want to, I want to get rid of Jess as well. Like, what do you mean? Are we playing their game? So I really like genuinely while I was sitting on the couch, I'm like, yo, should I rogue right now? Like, I feel like a rogue vote's a part of the fun of big brother, but then I'm like, nah, that'd be dumb. But had I done that, it would have caused even more chaos. Oh yeah. You know, but I was like, (laughs) I can't risk it. I was like, I can't, that was the way I saw it. I was like, I can't risk it right now. I can't make, you know what I mean? I can't, what if I put this rogue vote and four other people rogue vote or whatever, whatever the number needed to be. I think it was four or five. I'm Mm -hmm. like, 
what I was like, what if all these other people rogue vote? You know, that was that was the way I saw it. Right. Because it was so quick. So part of me wanted to do it. But I was like, nah, let me just stick to the script. You know, don't don't play this clean. Moose. like you, you made this happen. Play it clean. Make sure it happens. But part of me wishes I did because I almost even got in trouble for it. Where Gina was like, was it you and Herman? I'm like, no, it wasn't me and Herman, man. Are you kidding me? Like, stop. Stop with this foolishness. <laughs> oh, weird. man. Um, so, uh, so yeah, then there's the big, the big hunt for like who did it. Um, there, there's a, there's a, a small attempt to try and blame you. But when, when Marty admits to his vote, it's like, okay, so it wasn't Moose and Herman, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and so, and then, you know, people, people are kind of able to read on Helena that it was probably her. Um, mm. and so, uh, Things are things are looking much better for you because like if if that hadn't happened, uh, then like Betty and Josh are still probably in the clear with with uh, Marty and yeah. uh, and Kevin's probably going to it's probably going to be Jess's H.O.H. 2.0. And it's probably mm-hmm. you and her mom straight up or at least yeah. that would, probably would have been the attempt. Although I, I, I will say I, talking to Kevin, he felt a lot better about you this week uh, coming out of, you know, saving Tanisha um, might have tried for a different pawn at that point. Um, mm. but, yeah. uh, but either way, um, things are looking good because it's Josh and Betty now, obviously not that good because you're working mm. with Josh. You don't know at this yeah. time that he is not loyal to you. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> so, <We> know, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but it's looking like Betty's going to go right. Like yeah. Betty's the target. Um, and, uh, and that's, you know, it's, it's not great for your game, but it's not terrible for your game either. You haven't been working yeah. that closely with Betty, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. That was like, yeah, it was like she was an alliance member. I hated seeing both of them on the block. I genuinely was distraught about that. And then it was like, but I'm like, yeah, I guess, you know, like you, decisions need to be made, right? Mm-hmm. But then uh, Gino doesn't spell nominees correctly. Uh, he spells nominees. And, um, and, oh, yeah. and then uh, Kevin ends up using the veto on Josh uh, and Herman goes up. Uh, and this right. is this is not great. No. It's really, it's not great. And it's funny because this was the, the beginning of, of my, of my mind opening of, of schemer Kev. And I was like, I, like I, I realized this while I was on the block in week seven, I was like, Oh my God, I didn't even think they were working together. I just thought that Kev was, he so smartly quelled his, you know, working with Josh by getting Herman to be put up. Like that's what also made it so brilliant. Um, but I was like, yeah, um, Damn, because I promised my vote to Marty. That was my problem. You know, I promised him my vote because of everything that happened. I was like, look, man, I saved you. Like, I didn't save you, but I kind of saved you in the chain of safety. You know what I mean? A little bit by by association. So how else can I earn your trust? That was like my biggest thing with Marty, because I did inevitably at that point, I was kind of on an island with people trusting me. And I thought I had Josh. I thought I had Herman. They didn't vote for me the week before. So my relationship was still a little fractured with them. I was still a little upset. So I was like, I was like a free agent at that point, trying to figure out who wanted to work with me. And I was like, Marty is a winner one this week. So let me, let me try to work with something with him. I'm going to promise him my vote, which again, was another problem that bit me in the butt. Yeah. Uh, Herman makes a valiant attempt to uh, to get the votes. Uh, he has the votes for a night, uh, but then things uh, flip back, um, and uh, and it's it's this is this is really like uh, the the beginning of the end. Obviously, uh, you're gonna you're gonna be out pretty soon. Um, mm-hmm. But um, but not only are you losing Herman here, 
you're also in a spot where now Betty and Josh are making a final four with, uh, with uh, Gino and Jace, which is making things even worse. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and you, you really, you head into, uh, to week seven, uh, pretty much just on, on your own. Uh, yeah, yeah. it's not, not looking great. Yeah. Um, honestly it was, it's two things like going into that week. Right. Again, even like me, I tried to keep Herman around. Like I, I, I pitched the whole final five with Gino and Jace. Like I was really putting in work for him, but then because of everything that happened week the week before, and he really just didn't give me his vote. I was like, how much does this guy actually care about me? Like we do like each other, but am I going to really work this hard and throw my game essentially just to keep him around? Cause that's what I would have done. I would have had to really like go out on a limb. Um, but yeah, going into that week, I was like, you know what? This is big brother. I get that you're not supposed to be on the block, but if I want to, it goes back to the, the, the thinking and mentality in, in uh, week three that I was put up, right? Week three. Yeah. I was like, I need to, if I want to win this game, I need to win, continue winning comps as well. I didn't see, again, comp beast wasn't the whole thing in my mind. I really never felt that way. I just like, I liked people who were, who were competitors because I, I'm a person who competes. So, but so, you know, some people just, that wasn't their game plan, which I also really respected, but I was like, I will, if I'm going to stay here, let me win. I was like, let me pull myself off the block again. I'm, I don't care. I'm down, whatever. You know, we had, we had the buzzkill situation. So our HOH was pushed back a little bit. Um, so Gino had told me the morning of like an hour before the noms. So I was like, okay. And I felt like I maybe could have convinced him to put up Josh. Obviously they had their little final four, but you know, I'm a, I'm a finesser when it comes to my words. So I, I definitely like, this was the thing I wanted to say to him and I didn't say it. And it's still in my head to this day. And I think this was my, this is my one thing, right? Like what's the one thing I, this is my one thing I wish I did. I just was, I was like, look, Josh had a final two with Herman. Josh had a final three with Herman and I decided to cut both of us. And he's cut, he cut Herman back last week. Didn't even vote for me the week that I was up. Do you really think that you can trust this person? Cause he would have been like, Oh, I don't want to put up Josh. I'm like, listen, listen, man, I will be benefit to you. I have nobody to work with right now. I want to work with the showman. You two are my main priority. I will literally take you to the end. I promise you, believe me, Gino, you put up Josh this week. Worst case scenario. We don't win the power of veto. We don't get to backdoor Marty. Let's at least Josh goes home. Like you won't lose me. Like I am going to be a value to you. I promise you. I promise you. Trust me. I'll be a bigger, like I, I want, this was the whole pitch I wanted to give Gino, but I was like, you know what? screw it i'm like this is am i really gonna start like sit here like desperately trying to change his mind because Gino's a very decisive person right so i was like 30 minutes before the nomination is not the time to try to convince him that was the way i saw it as well where it's like if i did all that as well Gino would have been like i want to get rid of this guy actually actually you know he's my target now like why did he just come here do all that right before the noms so that was why i was like let me win i was like whatever put me on the block let me win this power of veto let's execute this plan i want to be somebody that did this and made this plan happen as a part of my resume. If I make it to final two and say, I did that by the way, you know? So that was, I kind of like not gave up, but kind of like took a back seat in terms of trying to convince him. I was like, let me just see if I can win the power of veto. And you know, away we went. Hey, well, I mean, it would have been interesting. Um, I think at the time of initial noms, um, they, like Jason, Gino were still pretty firmly in with Josh and Betty. They still kind of mm-hmm. trusted them. Um, exactly. But they were clearly like, it, I mean, they, I think by the time that, you know, Helena won the veto, they were already kind of thinking, eh, maybe we'd rather go with Kevin and Helena. Um, because at that point, Josh had already spilled and, and Kevin had started to get to work. And so mm-hmm. they were clearly like open to the idea of not working with Josh and Betty. 
yeah. but uh, and, and I think I think at the time I was saying like I, I I thought they were making a mistake not only by targeting Marty in the first place I didn't think they should be doing that yeah but also in in taking you out uh, instead um, you know when when it really like Josh was a much bigger threat to their game uh, mm-hmm. you know if Josh had been left on the block obviously I don't know that Josh leaves there um, yeah. I think Kevin and Helena definitely are going to think about it they're going to be yes. like maybe we should take josh out um mm-hmm. but uh but but losing you because you had been trying to work with them like you you've been making pitches with jason gino uh before you, i mean herman had been trying to work with them you were always yeah. like on that same page uh yeah. and you were like you were very much this sort of like free agent at this point didn't really have any super like deep ties or loyalties to anybody yeah. uh willing to jump on board with anybody that would take you and i think that's why ultimately when the veto is not used your pitch is is one that really gets to a couple of people betty's like mm-hmm. pretty firmly on board at one point you even got helena to to flip at one point helena went to kevin mm-hmm. was like i think maybe we should keep moose uh mm-hmm. and kevin was like no he's too good he's too good um so uh so yeah i mean it it was it was open for people some for somebody to to take you and grab you and and and, uh and use you but uh it didn't happen yeah it didn't happen i was i and you know what i just like you know had i known things like other things like again i was pitching one-on-one right like i should have pitched to kevin and helena at the same time like Mm. not knowing obviously right like if i had had both of them in a room and was just like yo not to say not even to say that they were working together but just be like listen let me talk to both of you right now like this is what it is like i wish i just maybe had two. like at least pitched to two people once because i never did i only pitched to individually to everybody i never pitched to two people at one time during that during that whole time um you know i thought i had jace as a lock that was the the thing to you. I thought Jace was a lock to vote for me. So that was what I was basing my whole campaign off of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I touched the flower pot where the secret power of Vita was like, you know, that was, I, I, I know I want, I, I'm, I don't know if I am excited or not excited to watch that because I literally I'm standing over it. I touch it. I look at it. I'm like, I'm like, you know, it was definitely, um, I knew it was, I knew I was very close to finding it, but I didn't. <laughs> so, and, 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 you know, it was just like, it, like that was the way the game folded, man. Like I wanted to win that veto anyway, I, the secret power or whatever. I wanted to win that veto to prove myself even further that it's like, this guy's pulled himself off the block twice now and he's executing this plan to backdoor Marty. Like, heck yeah. Like this is a, this is a game player. So I'm happy that I went out like that. Honestly, like again, it's a game of strategy and you should, I should have strategized more, but I was down to play to, to earn safety. Like that was the way I saw it in my mind. And I was like, let me be, let me play. Like I'm down to play. This is big brother. Like whatever let's. And, and I'm happy. I went out like that as opposed to even, or like the way her mom did. Right. Like that's just brutal where he was promised safety for the week from Marty and got backdoored. Like that would suck. That would be way worse. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but J- Jace gets that veto and and then doesn't use it, even though the plan had been to mm-hmm. take. They changed their minds. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a it's a rough draw, and uh, and that's that's gonna be it for your game. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You head to the yeah. jury. Uh, mm-hmm. You meet up with, uh, with Herman. What, what is yeah. the jury like? Honestly, jury was, was, was fun, but still stressful. Yeah. Um, it was a blast. You know, we got to, we got to hang out and, you know, watch movies and play games and stuff like that. Um, I almost went undefeated in foosball, but her mom finally beat me once. Um, <laughs> but jury house was a lot of fun, man. Herms was so, so game mode. Like he was just on every time a new person would come in, he just, Oh my God. And this, and this, and this, no way I felt this, 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 like he was really, really feeling it. And like, I felt that way a little bit, but I was getting the information as I was in these conversations, but I knew, I kind of knew where my vote was going to go based on the information that was coming every single week. So I was like, okay, like Jace went out, what happened? Boom, boom, boom. I was taken out by this person. This person got rid of me. This person won HOH. This person won power. And I was in an alliance with these people. Oh, I had the secret power of veto. These big tidbits of information was kind of what I was going to use to, um, you know, make my vote. And um, obviously just being in the house, you just overhear all these other conversations that are constantly happening. And, Again, Gino was very, very beat up about the gummy bear thing. Right. Um, so he was telling us about that and he like was having trouble sleeping for a little bit. Like it was a lot. And, but for me, I was not that I was over it, but I had come to, I, I definitely had come to terms with why I had left and knowing that I was just like a good player. And that's why people wanted to get rid of me um, based on, I didn't get my goodbye messages at that time, but when I did see them, I'm like, yeah, okay. That makes sense. I'm not that beat up about it, whatever. But for, you know, week eight being right there, right. Like, you know, Jace was just around that corner. Like I, I, that sucks. And I just almost didn't resonate with what it was like to be in a final five or final four, because I was, it had been, I was in final nine, right. Mm -hmm. Like I was, I was still a ways away, but for these people, they were like, yeah, I was a final four. I'm like, damn, like it sucked. It sucked a lot more for them than it did for me. Um, but yeah, jury house was a lot of fun, you know, and getting to hang out with people a little bit longer, you know, spending time. But, um, you know, when it came to finale time, we were definitely ready. We were ready to go. We're ready to go and make our decision that night. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, so what was interesting is that, um, her mom left the game, like uh kevin's the least likely to get my vote uh i think he told me zero percent chance kevin gets my vote um didn't really see kevin's game you came out and you were like i think kevin's really underrated uh Mm -hmm. and you were you and as you mentioned you had started to see it um did you have conversations with herman about kevin we did. Yeah. We talked about Kevin and I, and you know, it was one of the things I talked about. I was, I was like, I don't think Kevin's married. That's what I said when we were in jury house. I'm like, I don't think Kevin's married. I'm like, look, either Jillian. So we found out Jillian was real because of the, the, the family's thing. Right. Mm-hmm. When I think when Jace came, told us about the family thing. So like Jillian is real. So I was like, they, then they're, then they're, then they're date or like they're, they've been together for a while. They're definitely not married. That was my thing. Cause I'm like, I just kept thinking about Kevin's game and things he said to me and all this stuff. I'm like, it's a rubber ring. There's no, like, there's no way this man is married like that. And then that just, that opened a whole door of like, this guy is a scheming son of a gun. Damn. So I was like, it was just, it really made me, it really opened my eyes to like what Kevin had the potential to do and hearing about all these other things. Like when summer came in and summer was like, me and Kevin weren't that close. And we had this and that. I'm like, what do you mean, bro? I swear you and Kevin were like, 
going to have a, I forget guys that had a final two, you know, that's what it was. And then Helena came and that's when really the floodgates opened up the crash test dummies and the ghosts and the votes and the bring, I was like, Whoa. So every, so it was, it was, you know, kind of trying to, at that time when I had came out, I was just like, is Kevin somebody that I really haven't been thinking about this whole time. And then he just became somebody I thought about this whole time. And I respected his game more and more as other people kept coming into the house every single week. Marty talking about the backdoor decision with Herman using the power of veto, protecting Josh. It was like, Whoa, he did all of these things behind closed doors. It's crazy to me. He was, he was, he was fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a good clip about, uh, about Kevin and, uh, using the marriage, uh, here. Marty is an emotional guy and we've really bonded over being the only two married men in this house. The only issue is that I'm not actually married. <laughs> oh my God. That guy is the, oh my God. That's so funny. I'm literally like, my Kevin impression is really good. So it's like, it's funny to me when I hear his voice. Cause I'm like, I'm, I'm not even sure that I want to keep Josh this week. But <laughs> inevitably Jillian won't be mad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh so man. Good. Did you, do you have any other ones? Oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, the Kevin is pretty good. Um, yeah, you know, Gino, uh, yeah, Gino likes, uh, you know, likes to make his decisions like that. Um, you know, <laughs> he's, he's not sure about what he's going to do this week, but, um, yeah, Gino, my Gino's one's okay. Uh, Marty, of course, is easy, but I'm not sure what I want to do with my HOH this week, but I know that they backdoor me. So I'm going to make sure that I get revenge on both of them, even though he never got backdoored, but um, <laughs> those are my, those are my, if any of your house guests need to backdoor a 43 year old man oh, with man. bad knee and bad shoulders. I don't think that you guys would be worthy of being called a big brother winner. <laughs> so funny, man. Oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah. This is, yeah. My Marty's pretty good, but my Kevin is like the best one. Gino's got time. Um, the rest of them are, the rest of them are like 80% of the way. They're not, they're not fully ready for, for, you know, the public, but they're, they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good. Um, okay. So, uh, all right. Um, the, I, let's see, you did also, um, I, one of my favorite clips of you was, uh, yeah, baby! <laughs> oh when i was that oh the, oh that was when i was doing the pov yeah <laughs> you know what i was chirping hard during that comp i wasn't even chirping actually i was just having a lot of fun because i was like you know what if i'm gonna go out i might as well have fun so i was it didn't show a lot of it i watched the episode but i was like i was like talking to josh the whole time i was like hey josh how many balls you got over there he's like oh he's like oh i'm at four right now i was like yo slow down i'm at three i'm gonna catch up and then i caught up and i'm like okay you can go harder now you can go faster and then i'd be yelling at steph and steph was like it won't go around the corner and I'm like, Steph, you know, you can't turn left at a red light. You know, like I would like say things like that. I'm like, you know, I was cheering Betty on because Betty was having a lot of struggles. I was really enjoying myself there during that comp. And that partially could be the reason why I won because I was actually there. I was just having a lot of fun. I was like yelling at Gino across the room. I'm like, it's okay, bro. You don't have to quell this fire, man. It's all good. Like I was just really enjoying myself. So that, yeah, baby was a part of, was a part of that. You know, I was just enjoying it. Like I'd slide one on and I'd be like, Hey, let's go. Like, um, yeah, I was having a lot of fun, uh, which I should have, every time I had fun during the comps, I did well, you know, like I was, I had fun the first one. Cause it was the first one I had fun during bowling. Cause I bowl. So I was like, let me bowl. I'm down. And then I had fun during that POV. All the other ones. I was like, so intense, you know, I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta wait. Like I was so focused during shopper showcase. I like celebrated not at all. Betty was like going crazy. I'm like sitting there. I'm like, 
higher, lower, higher, lower, you know, like if I had maybe a little bit more fun, I maybe would have won that tiebreaker. Who knows? But, um, yeah, that was definitely a fun, a fun clip and a fun comp. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, what about, what about some of the other, uh, finalists? Um, if, if like, uh, say, cause like, just in terms of, I guess in terms of the perspective of the jury, um, what was your perspective on like Helena's game? So at that point, it was, a, it was almost the same thing as Kevin, right? Where mm-hmm. it was like, they had been like, they were, they were scheming and, and Helena's votes were really important. Helena won a power of veto, right? Like, um, didn't, you know, although she didn't use it, like it was, you know, she'd won, I think she'd won another comp after that, if I'm not mistaken, or, or she won two she vetoes. She won the final, yes. uh, five veto as well. Exactly. So she'd won two vetoes up until that point. Right. So I was like, she built herself something kind of nice right now. You know, she's been, she hasn't been on the block. You know, now, that was the other thing too. She hadn't been on the block, which was, in, which, you know, is impressive in its own right. You know, although that people and people were writing off Helena as like, you know, not competitor or can't win or doesn't matter if she goes up that sort of thing. But she was making, making big moves with Kevin, you know, making big decisions with Josh when they were working together, one vetoes, uh, you know, near the end, which were really important. So I just saw her game as slowly gaining more and more value. But at the time in jury, I was a little bit salty because she was like crying to me before I left being like, Gino didn't convince me to use the video. I wish you had stayed. I'm so sorry. And at that time I thought it was crocodile tears. And I told her this and I was like, I was like, come on. And then, but then Helena came in and really explained. And she was like, no, like I actually was trying to keep you. And I actually was sad that you were going because I thought it was jury management at the time, you know? Cause I'm like, you're crying. I was like, you're crying to me about like, you, you, I barely spoke to her during my campaign. Like I spoke to her twice. I was like, you didn't care that much. Right. Like, did you, you know what I mean? So, but I found out afterwards that she actually was being genuine with it. So and at the time in jury, I was a little salty and had she been in final two, it, I, it would have been a salty vote, but I would have needed somebody to be like, yo, I would have had to ask her, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, were you actually being truthful? Is this actually the truth? And then let's say Kevin had come in the house. He would have been like, yo, Helena actually was trying to get you to f- get me to flip, to keep you. Then it would have been like affirmed all of these things that I was skeptical of. So I was, I was, I was getting more and more impressed with Helena's game as, as things had gone on. I was a little salty though, before kind of everything was, was brought to my attention. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it definitely seems like, um, like that, that was an, an issue, like in terms of like the way that Kevin played the game, which was mm-hmm. very like, he always tried to make it fun. Um, like yeah, even when yeah. he was turning on you. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was having a great time. You saw that, eh? He was, he was enjoying himself. <laughs> yes. Um, I think, I think that helped. I think that helped with the jury. Yeah, exactly. And it did. I think it did, man. He was doing so well jury management without even worrying about it. Like he was doing it without doing it. And that was what, that was also really impressive, right? Like he made us feel comfortable. He made us feel like he didn't like, didn't want to get rid of us. Right. Even though he did, like he was never the mastermind behind it. I was always somebody else's fault. And he was just there kind of like catching wind of it, which was, which made his jury management again, even more impressive. Like he was just, I was like, wow. I love Kevin. I want Kevin to win. I wanted Marty to win though. I won't, I won't lie. I did want Marty to win. I actually cried when he came to the jury house, believe it or not, Taryn. I was like very sad. Oh man. Yeah. I was pretty distraught. I wanted him to win. The guy was like just competing so hard and doing his thing. And he was going to get backdoored that week. And I'm like, I love Marty. I'm like, I want this guy to win so badly for his family, for him, for much, how much he loves the game. And then he came into the house. I was like, like I was like crying and her mom is like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm not okay right now. <laughs> oh man. So Marty came in and you were like, hurt, dare, dare you friggin' hurt. Yeah. That was yes. personal. Yeah. That's exactly, I was hurt right there. Right there. I was hurt when I saw Marty, I was really, I was really, um, 
yeah, I was really sad when I saw him. Like, I mean, him, Gino and Summer, the three people I actually did want to go the whole way. Like that was the way I was like, I was I was like, Gino, Summer, and Marty. Like I want them to go as far as they can. So I think it was all of them as well. But like, it was specifically seeing Marty that I was just like, oh my God, I was really invested in him winning for that whole week that mm. I was in the house or that I was in jury house. And I was like, and then he showed up. I was like, dang, you know, like nothing goes right in this game. You just, you just reminded me of, um, I didn't, I didn't prepare this one. Hold on. There's a great, uh, there's a great clip from you. Uh, cause I, I, I took you up on this. I am 1000% sure that Marty was the secret power of veto holder. I would put all of the money that I've ever made in my life on it. <laughs> okay. So I take that back. <laughs> Okay, uh, that's not that's not signed. It's not signed. Is it anywhere there? I'm pretty there? sure. I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I, uh, I I made a verbal contract with you on the podcast after that no, episode. Just, we're gonna have to take that to court. But <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember seeing anything. I was so confident, man. I was so because it was because Marty was doing his like Marty like. I'm lying thing where he ran away from everybody, went straight to the backyard. I was going to the backyard just to go, and he's like, he was like peering over his shoulder, like looking at me as I was walking in the backyard, you know, and like, and like started walking faster. I was like, whatever. And then I go and I'm like going to put my coat on. Didn't even want to ask him about the secret power of Vito because I didn't care because I didn't know it existed and I didn't expect it to be the reason why I stayed. Right. So I was like, whatever. And then Marty immediately, immediately turns to me and goes, uh, who do you think had the power of Vito? It wasn't me, man. I was like, Oh my God, bro. Like you might as well draw it on a wall at this point. Like you're seriously like, <laughs> That's the first thing you're going to say to me as I'm like, just, which I get it, right? It just happened. But he just had that like guilty look on his face, which is why I was like, it had to be Marty, but obviously it wasn't. I was so sure it was, it was that, it was that specifically. It wasn't the fact that it wasn't used. Mm -hmm. It was the fact that, you know, I went to, like, he was like peering behind being all sketchy and like brought it up and kept on talking about it with me, which, which again, is something he does. Like he verbalizes when he was like, not telling the truth, like with Gino's vote, for example. It's like, I'm super pissed off. I'm pissed. Off. I can't believe this would happen. And everyone's like, dude, we're having breakfast, man. Like, why are you, why are you pissed off about this Gino thing right now? Like, it's not the time type of thing. So it was that, it was that more so than the fact that it wasn't used that made me believe it was 1000% Marty. Had he not done that, I would have thought it was somebody else. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, I wouldn't have known. I actually wouldn't have known, but I wouldn't have thought it was Marty if he had been, cause he's, he's, he loves the game so much. Right. So he would have been like, that's so cool. Like there was a secret power. Like he would have been jumping off the walls because of how cool it was, you know, <laughs> because he loves the game. Right. So, uh, that was definitely, uh, yeah, I was very sure it was my guy, but it wasn't, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> no. all right. What, uh, what do you, what, what now, what, what are you going to do now? Man, honestly, right now, um, you know, I do need some time to relax. I have been go, go, go. But, um, you know, I am a content creator. I work in social media. I work in, um, you know, videos, doing that sort of thing. So uh, I might be getting up my Moose Media page soon um, on Instagram. It already exists there. I have like a bunch of interviews and stuff. I used to host music festivals, uh, like online music festivals before, uh, like during COVID and everything. But I'm going to be starting an interview series, hopefully soon. I'm going to be getting a job, uh, you know, in social media, you know, working in this field that I love so much. Um, but I want to do, I'm, I, I was doing on-air stuff before. For uh, this and, and hosting hosting things, so that's kind of the road I'm going to go down um, and just try to create more fun, amazing content for people to watch and enjoy. Um, with hopefully my face, if they like it and they enjoyed it during the game, um, which is so that's my that's my plan right now. I'm just going to kind of relax for a little bit, um, you know, continue to cool down from this house because even though it's been what a month since we've been out, like not even it's it's like been three weeks. Yeah. I still right, like I still feel weird. You know, 
being in the real world. It's still, yeah. even though I've been to concerts and I've been out and I go to like, you know, it's still, I'm like, Ooh, like I just don't kind of fully resonate with what's going on on a day-to-day basis. So relaxing a little bit, then getting straight back to the grind, right back to the work. Hopefully, hopefully a new show coming out soon. We'll see what happens. So yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Are you yeah. going to, you're going to keep up with big brother now? I am. I am. I am going to watch big brother. Now I want to watch season nine. I'm probably going to watch all the seasons like over the next few years. I'm not a binge watcher. So mm-hmm. It will take me probably five years to finish all of these seasons. I do really want to watch season nine because of all the drama I've heard about. So I'm very mm-hmm. keen. Uh, otherwise, from here on out, man, I'm going to be big brother aficionado. I'm definitely going to be watching all of the seasons moving forward. I'm excited to see who's going to come next year. Um, you know, maybe up, up our year by one, you know, up the ante, make it a little bit more spicy. Who knows? Uh, but I am going to be a big brother guy now for sure. For sure. Well, I mean, honestly, like uh, you, you've, you've started it at one of the highest points. Your season is definitely uh, one of the best. So mm-hmm. uh, it goes down from there. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. oh, no, but no, it's still no. fun. It's still fun. It's still fun. It's still fun. <laughs> and we want it to get better, right? We want yes. it to get better. We need it to be, you know, a little bit. Every year needs to up the last year. But hey, listen, mm. if our season ends up being one of the best forever, like, hey, I'm, I'm cool with that. You know, I was there. I was there. I lived it. It was fun. There you, you know? go. Uh, <laughs> hopefully uh, we'll, we'll chat again. Maybe you can come on. Uh, we'll talk about Big Brother next year. Yeah, that would be lovely, Taryn. That'd be lovely. I would love to do that, man. Shout out to the podcast. You already know I appreciate being here. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll chat soon. My yeah. guy. You, you were my you were my number one draft pick, Moose. You were my guy. I'm, I know, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And it's people okay. have come up. People have come up to me and said this, man. They're like, we did a pool and you were my number one pick. I'm like, damn. I was, you know what? Listen, I be, I wasn't a number one pick that became a superstar, but like, I'm a role player off the bench. You know, that's the way I see myself. You know, I'm serviceable. I'm still making contracts in the league. That's the way I see it, right? Like, I wasn't a bust, but I definitely, you know, definitely didn't make it as far as I should have. But that's okay. The way I the way I saw it was like, I I think I recognized the potential that you had, mm-hmm. uh, maybe with a little more like background in Big Brother, a little more Big Brother knowledge. Uh, yeah. You would have been a lot more dangerous. I think so. I think yeah. so, man. I think if, if I had just had, a, if I did studied the game tape, you know, again, it's like, it's like a sport, you yeah. know, I had just studied the game tape a little bit more. I might've not been as, you know, keen to be not, <laughs> not knowledgeable, I guess. But um, yeah, man, I'm, uh, I'm appreciative that people like thought that I was going to do like good. And you know, man, I made it to jury and I'm really happy about that. So yeah. it was fun. It was a lot of fun. All right. Well, uh, thank you for talking to me, man. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Taryn. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.